Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. He's got a huge one. I'm talking about his heart, which would have to be huge to pump blood into his giant dick. <laughs> On the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. Son, this is Corporal Habablap. That full McGucket sprayed runway foam all over Chuck Yeager's Acura. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, there's no explanation. Just body after body busting out of shit wood and hitting pavement. <laughs> Welcome to Body Time. I do like hearing that. So, I mean, we got nothing for the correction crevice because we nailed Boom. what yeah, God had last week. Damn good. Did a hell of a job, if I do say so myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you told me, you texted me that week that you did 17 hours of additional research so that you didn't have to screw anything up. That was very impressive. It really came through on the record. Thanks. Yeah. That, that happened for sure. And it it, we definitely double-checked all our stuff during the episode to be yeah. sure we were right. Absolutely. It took us nine hours to record it. I contacted but. the v- developers of the game. <laughs> you know people. You got a god hand guy. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's I move into favorite segment. What are we playing? What are we watching? What are we doing? And we'll start where we always start. Dr. Scientist. What's going on with you? Uh, not, not much. Not much. Not much. I uh, finished Other Side this week. Yeah. Yeah. It was what good. That, like two weeks, three weeks? Yeah. Probably about 20 hours. Get everything done. That's not bad at all. Platinum? Yeah. Oh, snap. Look at this guy. Getting numbs again. Mark it up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then I played this little indie puzzler called The Pedestrian. Oh, I wanted to play that. It looked neat. It is kind of neat. It's kind of easy and fast. It only took me like three or four hours to get through the whole thing. Sometimes you need that, though. You just want to quick in and out. Yeah. And yeah. None of the puzzles were too hard. It could have been, it could have been much more difficult. But And I finished watching American Gods, finally. Are there... Is there one season or two? Well, there's three, but I think I only watched three. the first season. I don't think I'm going to watch the rest of them. Right. I, I've read that the other ones were, weren't as good. Or maybe I'll just do it. I don't know. Yeah, what the hell? Try it out. The first one was hey, really man. good. The book's still better. I'm rolling through a lot of episodes of Supernatural, so if I can do that, yeah, I think you can do th- three, three seasons. Speaking of Supernatural, I did watch this movie called uh, The Postcard Killings. It okay. has... The dad from Supernatural in it. Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Yeah, and uh, Famke Jansen's in it. It's based on a true story? It's based on a true book. Whoa. Wait, so the... <laughs> well, the book exists. Wait. The book exists, okay. <laughs> I think it, it might be a James Patterson book. I don't know. I don't want to look it up, and I don't really care enough to do the thing, but yeah, well, this guy's uh, daughter, he's a detective, and his daughter gets killed by a serial killer in Europe, so he goes to Europe and tries to help him find him. Where postcards come in this? Because the killer sends a postcard like seven days before he kills somebody. So it's like the ring. And, it, <laughs> and he like poses them in weird ways and stuff. And okay. It, it was it was decent. You know, I just saw him in something else. Dude, he's been in everything lately. Man, that man's working. Like he's in three, four things a year. Oh, I saw him in The Possession. That was from 2012. It wasn't like recent. but. <laughs> <laughs> It uh, it was it was fine. It was after it was in Supernatural. Although he's still credited as Supernatural up till 2019, I don't know if he comes back and don't ruin it. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I think if you look at IMDb, it just does, does the whole time that Supernatural was on. But anyway. Oh, uh, God damn it. It just ruined it. Never mind. Anyway. Why did you keep reading? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just because I don't know. I don't know why. I could have just clicked away. Don't ruin it. I'm going to ruin it myself. <laughs> yeah. Don't you ruin it. I'll ruin it myself. If anyone's ruining it, it's fucking me. <laughs> That's how this works. Oh, God damn it. But it's a decent movie. Right. And I also saw another movie called Cleansing Hour. Mm. What time is that? Uh, it's probably in the slap pocket. <laughs> okay, tell us about it. It's uh, the, this group of people, like one guy pretends he's a priest and they do like fake exorcisms on like Twitch or something for followers and stuff. Awesome. I'm, so, I'm there. Sounds I'm familiar. So they, uh, they set one up and then... The actress who's playing the possessed woman actually gets possessed. Whoa. And the demon starts fucking with them and tries nice. to make them like, won't let them turn it off and makes them start doing things themselves. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting and fun. It's gory. Nah, not really. Yeah. But it's fun to watch. All right. I'd give it a recommend. So the one guy who was in that, he goes, well, his name is Kyle Gallner. Yeah. He's like the tech guy in it. He was uh, in Ghosts of War. Oh. He was the dude with the beanie. I have no idea what you're talking Ghost about. Ghost of War, the oh. one where they're in World that. War II and there's a haunted house. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, was he really? Yeah, the first like 70% of the movie is like, I'm in. This sounds fucking cool yeah, as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that too. I just forgot he was in it. <laughs> and then, uh, well, I mentioned his name because he's from uh, Pennsylvania, from Westchester. What, what? Oh. Local boy. Local a. boy two hours away. <laughs> yeah, that's close. Hey, you think a lot of people from the Lehigh Valley are out there making movies? It's him and Amanda Seyfried. Isn't uh, Ben Stiller's wife from yeah. Lehigh Valley? And The Rock? All right. I don't well, think The Rock's from the Lehigh Valley, but he did spend time here for sure. Yeah, he definitely yeah. went to Liberty. Yeah, he was a transplant. He's <laughs> 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 not one of us. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. That's all I did. What about you, Papa Scotch? Thanks for asking. Uh, I'm not going to shock anyone when I say I played a shitload of zombies. Still. Did you... Wait, wait, wait. What game is this? <laughs> Call of Duty, <laughs> Cold War, zombie you, modes. You max everything out now? I maxed out everything. except, Well, not the weapons. It was double XP weekend for weapons, so I kept playing a bunch. Cool, but I, honestly, back. guys, I hit, I hit the 100 for the season. I hit... Damn. Like all the time? skills, the skills, weapon classes, field upgrades, all of it upgraded. And I'm saying it right now publicly. I'm done till at least the next season comes out. I don't believe it. Well, it's two weeks. It's not. It's oh. like <laughs> I didn't even touch this. Season. You're right. He's going to have to play this week to keep his skills ready. I'm going to have to catch up. <laughs> I hit the level cap for the season. And then I'm like, okay, what? What can I do? And I'm like, oh, I'll upgrade my weapons. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, what am I doing? Like, once the next season restarts, I can still work towards upgrading my weapons and get seasons. That like, yeah, it's silly. Especially I just I've got like PCs weapons. I've I've got Resident Evil Eight sitting there, which I I played for like two and a half hours, and I was like, drunk off my gourd. I don't remember any of it. I'm just gonna start it over. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I was so tanked when I was playing that game. Nice. Dude, Ethan gets fucked up. Did you ever play a game tanked and you just keep rolling? Yeah. Like you just keep playing, 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 and all of a sudden you're a third of the way through and you're like, I don't know where I am or what my mission is anymore. I stopped playing games drunk when I was playing Madden one time, drunk, <laughs> and uh, 
my fake quarterback broke his leg and was out for the season. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I can't play. I can't be drunk anymore and play this. And like game three, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was all, it was really early. Yeah, it's. Great. I I definitely remember those Madden games where your fucking star player would always. And I remember like not rushing with a quarterback because I was afraid that he would get injured. <laughs> Just like real life, like every time you see your quarterback, like take it down and start running. You're like, Oh God. Oh God. It's like, uh, you're running a real man here. It's just slide, it's slide too real. <laughs> but uh, other than that, yes, this, this week I'm going to play some resident evil and maybe sneak in a game or two of the show. The show. Ooh, you're going to pitch <sighs> a perfect game. I haven't yet. I, I came, I don't even want to say I came close. I got through like six innings. Yeah, that's pretty close. I lowered the difficulty and picked a perfect game. <laughs> that's a good point. I should. That's no fun. There's yeah, probably a trophy for it. That would be a shitty trophy to do if it was like difficulty locked. That's true. But anyway, should I watched? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, I let's just get this out of the way. Mm-hmm. I'm done with season 13 of Supernatural. Oh, which means, which means you're in the home stretch now. <laughs> <laughs> Only 40 more episodes. <laughs> you do that in your sleep. Yeah, but this is all, all of them are working towards the end now. I've done. What was the count? 320 or was it 380? Not enough is what I say. Jesus. There's so goddamn many. But yeah, I finished season 13. Got 14 and 15 left. <laughs> Are you watching them on double speed now? You're like, fuck it. Just... What happens at the end of 13? Well, no, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Everybody leave if you're if you're watching season 13 or earlier of Supernatural. <laughs> but uh, season 13 is the season where uh, their mother and Lucifer's son get sent to the apocalypse dimension. Okay, yeah, I remember that. And then they have to go in and, and get them out. There's a Lucifer? There's a couple yeah. of them. <laughs> And then, wait, Lucifer is like in the real world then, right? He's in the apocalypse dimension. I'm trying to remember what, what the... Yeah, uh, well, Lucifer at one point during this season went to rule heaven because no one else was there. Yeah, okay. And then the problem was that the only reason they let him in charge of heaven is because he said he could make like new angels and all the angels either went to earth and got murdered or like had their grace stolen or aren't angels anymore. There's like a handful of archangels left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. So they're like, we need you to like fucking stock up heaven again, bro. Like this is getting bad. And then it's like he he gets in charge and he's like, yeah, I, I can't actually do that. <laughs> Which, you know, classic Lucifer move. But I don't want to get too into it because, you know. Uh, it's starting to get good. It's just, Yeah. Fu- took 13 seasons to ramp up. <laughs> <laughs> And here we are. But, uh, yeah, I also watched the new thing that came out, American Horror Stories. Oh, I saw the first episode of that. There's, I think, only four out as we record this. Are they going to release more? I assume, eventually. I think so. I think they're ramping up to uh, the release of the new season of American Horror Story. So, like, when this ends, you know. Oh, there's, like, what? I think there's, like, stories. These are, like, it's, like, an anthology. Oh, uh, they're like hour long, like half hour to an hour long, like, I don't know, movies that take place in the universe it, of American Horror Story, but don't have anything to do with. It, it reminded like me of like story. Right. shorter versions of the Into the Dark things that are on Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I liked the first two episodes that were back in the house from the first season. 
Except they I enjoyed didn't have those. Any of the ghosts from the first season. No, they mentioned them like they talked about them, but they weren't there. They couldn't get Zachary Quinto to do a cameo. Come on. <laughs> I guess not. Or uh, oh god, what's the other guy's name? The uh, dude, the Evan Peters, who's in every episode. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be eight, no, seven episodes. I've seen the first four. And awesome. dude, there was one that was really bad. <laughs> nice. The the first two ep- it's like a two parter for the first two episodes, and they're back in the house, and they're dealing with some of like the spirits in the house, and that's great. I'm fine. Uh, I didn't love it, but I was like, oh, all right, this is fun. Whatever. You know, it's American Horror Story. You don't always love it, but yeah. it's always fun. Uh, and then there was this drive-in one about like a uh, haunted print of a film. And every time someone sees it, they go insane. Sweet. And then at the end of it, the kids that didn't, like, it didn't affect everyone, apparently. The two kids that didn't watch it, that didn't go insane. I don't know. Spoiler. They kill the director, and then it pops up on Netflix, and then the world burns. Oh, nice. And then there was one about Danny Trejo being a murderous mall Santa. That sounds amazing. That does sound cool. That's the B story. <laughs> the, the A story follows a group of like Insta like Instagram influencer dudes that are like total bros. It's called the Bro House <laughs> that they live in. Nice, nice. And they're just I guess the whole story is they they record a guy killing himself. Like they they staked out this suicide bridge and this guy killed himself and they put it on YouTube and they said this is so awesome and then you know. People weren't cool with that. <laughs> and then they weird. start like tanking and losing subscribers. And then that's when the mall Santa comes in. It's they're barely connected. It's very dumb. Bro. That house. was not good. It was not good. Let's start our own bro house. We should just bro down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I watched <laughs> two movies. Yeah. Got uh gunpowder milkshake. Oh, I've been wanting to see that. Karen. Karen Gillian. Gillian. Yes. I was going to say, I forget if it's Gillen or Gillian. And uh, Lena Heatley's in it, too. Yeah, they, it was good. It was a good action movie. It was like a, I don't want to say a female version of John Wick, but it was That's very stylized like, like that. And more. F- it was fun. It was fun. Check it out if you like action movies. I don't, but I kind of want to. I like Karen <laughs> Gillian ever since she was on Doctor Who. I don't like action movies. Action movies have all kinds of action in them. Yeah, like comic book movies. Yeah, comic books are comic book movies. They're action. <laughs> I mean, you could say you don't like gunfight movies. All right, I can say that. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and I also watched a real piece of shit. Oh, oh Slap Pocket? I wonder if I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it is called... It's something that would make the the slap radar. <laughs> but it, it certainly wouldn't... It's not a good version of a slapper. Like, it's... It's it's one you would say you watch and say don't even fucking bother. Yeah, it was uh, it was called House of the Witch. That sounds good. Yeah, I like <laughs> it the name. Starts off fine. It's about these this they they play this whole like uh, you know there's one house in every town that's like boarded up and spooky and everyone has all these like lore of what's going on in there. Oh, right? There's nothing like that in this town. No, no, not anymore. Of course not. Not since the House of the Witch burnt down. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, they play this, and the kids go in there to have, like, a Halloween party, and then the kid goes in, and, you know, bad shit starts happening because it's actually haunted, which sounds okay. All right, I'm with you so far. But it's actually not even haunted. It's some kind of ghost witch, and the whole point was to take over one of the kids' bodies 
so they I, could leave the house. How is it not haunted if it's a ghost? But it has a ghost witch. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it because she had like the witch has like a. I don't know. I don't want to call. I hesitate to call it a workshop, but like a <laughs> a cauldron, a, bro a cauldron house? area. What would you call it? Well, I I mean, she's got all kinds of Eye of Newton shit like that. There were shelves of witch garbage nice. and like sage and stuff. All right. But she was a ghost and could like go through walls. And at one point, she grabbed this dude's head and went like blah, like in his face, and his face just melted off. That's cool. Nice. Kind of like acid from reptile. Sort. I am way overselling this. It's not good. And then one of the kids disappears into a cranberry bog. I don't know that's, why that's Jesus, there. That sounds that's cool. how I want to go. <laughs> that's how the gypsies said I was going to go. <laughs> but yeah, that's that was don't don't watch it. It was on Netflix. Don't bother. Guess what I'm watching. Yeah, I know. What was that go again? Ahead. Witch go House, ahead. House, House of, the, of witch. the Witch. I dare you. Watch it. Tell me how you feel about it. Oh, I will. If you both come back next week, you're like, dude, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> what are you even talking about? It was this cranberry bog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you told me about the cranberry bog, but I didn't even see the cranberry <laughs> bog coming. I was too enamored in the story. I forgot all about the cranberry bog. And then it showed up. I don't even know if it was a cranberry bog. It's like a fucking, someone dug I, like a double wide grave hole, like six feet deep, mm-hmm. three feet wide, maybe filled with water. I just joked around and said it was a cranberry bog. Like I don't know how it was. sounds like a cranberry bog, yeah. <laughs> That's how I'd build it. From what I know of cranberry yeah. <laughs> But any hoodles, that's all I watched. How about you, Sir Chump Slap? What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Uh, I'm glad to say I'm still Call of Duty free after four, five weeks now. But there's a new season coming up in two weeks. I didn't finish this one. Oh. You went to rehab. Did you even purchased this one do you even yeah, call it duty bro right i got to like level 30 or whatever i didn't unlock the second gun but i got mm. the first one you're in middle ages after that yeah Pssh. but i didn't play that so why are we talking about <laughs> good question <laughs> i did play a little more pga tour 2k 21 mm. how's that going oh that's fucking easy as shit now <laughs> you, you figured it out. I'm into the I'm in the PGA tour now, and I, I don't know won the first six matches. <laughs> Why even play? And now I'm gonna have to turn up the difficulty or something. All right, now to just easy. Are you doing like four rounds per tournament or one? One. I'm not crazy. Yeah, that's what I did too. Yeah, I don't like that four rounds. It's just too much. Yeah, but, and then you'd you'd still with one round you'd win like by 15 strokes. Yeah, so what the hell? Not worth who's it. your who's your rival right now? I don't fucking some nobody. Or maybe he's a person. <laughs> yeah, he's probably somebody that you just, yeah, I know. just don't know his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> some nobody named Tiger Woods, I don't know. Some guy in yes. a PGA tour. I think uh, he's in the one episode of It's Always Sunny. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm Tiger Woods. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> he's Donovan McNabb. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm loving it. Oh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, why was he sponsored? You know, it doesn't matter why he was yeah. sponsored by McDonald's. But what yeah. else he got? Uh, watched some movies. I watched uh, Werewolves Within. We talked about it last week. It was pretty good. I liked it. I watched it again actually, but I didn't mention that. Yeah, it's like a whodunit. It's fun. Yeah, I it's saw a, it. It's a good time. Yeah? I saw, well, I saw the ad for it. I didn't actually watch it, but yeah, check it out. Werewolves Within. Yeah. 
Uh, watched this movie called a little something called Time Crimes. Oh, that's such a oh, movie. that's a good. I haven't watched it. It just so popped long. up on Amazon again, so I was like, "Fuck it, gotta watch it." Guess I'm due. <laughs> Don't even need I... subtitles anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that is a yeah. That's a good one. Watch this one shitty meh meh movie called Hawk and Rev Vampire Slayers. <laughs> You say these... it like we should know what that yeah, is. I know, right? <laughs> just these uh, two losers who work like dead-end jobs. One got kicked out of his house and he's living in a tent in like a homeless place. It's cool. It's cool. And he thinks he sees vampires once and then he tries to kill him. But he's okay. he's a little mentally disturbed. He got kicked out of the army for... Ramming a two by four into some guy's chest. Oh, just a little. <laughs> That's it. That's all. Well, he was a vampire, so they throw you out for anything these days. I know, right? But yeah, get they find vampires, they fight. It's supposed to be a comedy. I didn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But I'll waste your time telling you about it. <laughs> Thanks. I watched the classic Spelunker movie. Called Centipede. I didn't see that coming. I know, right? <laughs> no, I, I thought you were going to say a different movie. But I thought ahead. he was going to say Descent or something. No, this one's about a bunch of spelunkers going on a... Goddamn spelunkers. It's a fucking bachelor party in India. So it's... Isn't that what they do in the Descent? But it's a bachelorette party? Yeah. I mean, yeah. See? Someone must have taken it and done a... Oh, but they find giant centipedes in this one, and they tear people apart. Oh. <laughs> tell, tell us more. What happens with the oh, fucking that's centipedes? That's <laughs> Okay. They find centipedes. They get rescued. Blah, blah, blah. A bunch of people die. Turns out it was a like toxic waste dump in the mountain that turned these cave centipedes. Uh, of course it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly, man. It was pretty good. I kind of feel fucking stupid for not even thinking about that, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh, they're just prehistoric centipedes, right? No. (laughs) Not even close. Fucking idiot. (laughs) Uh, Let's get to the slapper of the week. Revenge for Jolly. Ooh, ooh. Revenge for Jolly. I'm going to guess it is a coming-of-age story about Jolly the Clown. God damn it. Now i got to come up with something else. <laughs> who is uh, wronged by his high school gym teacher and joins a biker I'm going to say Jolly was just like Jeremy from the Pearl Jam song. He was picked on by his <laughs> kids and... Uh, he eventually died by some some prank, and then he came back and haunted the school. Jolly spoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Arms raised in a V. <laughs> no, sir. Palmer. You're both way off. <laughs> it's about this uh, shit. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie. Relax. <laughs> Oh, it's such a great voice to make fun of, though. <laughs> okay. It really is. Okay, I'll stop. Sorry. As you, What were you saying about this? <laughs> it's about this guy who works for, like, uh, 
shady characters. And one day he doesn't do a job right or something and he owes the guy money. They come to his house and they kill his dog. So, so it's like John Wick. He recruits his cousin. Eh. He recruits his cousin to help him track down the people who did it and find them and make them pay. Oh. And it's chock full of fucking Elijah Woods in it, Kristen Wiggs in it, uh, Ryan Philippi's in it. Jeez. The Ryan Philippi? Yeah. Gillian Jacobs, Bobby Moynihan. It's a lot of people who were in it for just like a little bit. And they're just like, they're not the main characters. They're just people he goes through to try to find where his dog is. But it's very crazy. Whenever I think about Bobby Moynihan, all I think about is comedy bang, bang. (laughs) Fievel. Yeah, Fievel. And, you know, he wants to always cut people. Or no, Forville. Oh, that's right. It's Forville, Fievel's brother. (laughs) Yes, of course. How could I forget? Yeah, that's the best character. (laughs) But this movie's crazy. It's just about these guys who go on a fucking murder rampage. And they're just drinking the whole time, doing drugs, having a good time. Cool. I mean, I have a similar script I'm going to have to throw away now, but here we are. Yeah, that's fine. We'll switch it around a little bit. Won't be the first script he threw away. He's got to revenge his turtle or something no i always watch these movies smacked out and then i forget about it and then i write the movie and then you know <laughs> you're always, like smacked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> always smacked out always smacked out it's a term for a terrible drug anyway <laughs> or a great drug that's the fucking slapper of the week jolly the revenge of jolly jolly's revenge, revenge. For jolly. jolly rancher revenge for jolly jolly rancher but that's gonna take us to our favorite <laughs> segment of every week which is Video game news slash stuff. We've got a lot of bullshit this week, actually. Cool. And some solid numbers. Basically, the big news of the week was Horizon Forbidden West was delayed until 2022 Q1. I'm shocked. When was it supposed to come out? This holiday season. Yeah, we got another Q left. Yeah, I know, right? But yeah, it got pushed. Uh, it was supposed to come out this year. It's not happening. In no. other Sony PlayStation 5 news, the PlayStation 5 has now officially sold 10 million consoles. Which is weird because you can't get one. Boom. I know. Imagine how many it could have been if they actually were stocked in places. Probably 10 million and one. Scientists will have one. <laughs> <laughs> so is this better? For, it can't be better for sales, right? Like You want to sell as much as you can when the hype's you know, maxed out, right? It's kind of like... Artificial scarcity. Right. Like, I I got an email from Sony that said, hey, you're in line for a PlayStation 5. Do you want to order one? Like, two months ago, when I've had mine for months, and I was like, I kind of do. Wait, what am I doing? No, I already have one. Why would I order another one? One for the on the go. Yeah. (laughs) You can make one kind of like a Switch. (laughs) I'll just rip it apart and mod it. Yeah. Just make it look cool. Like a Steam Deck, how cool would that be? Man, you're sick. <laughs> anyway, and then uh, other sales numbers: the game Returnal sold a half a million copies, which I thought was really good. And then I saw that Miles Morales sold 6.5 million copies. Yeah, how many of those were forced because people had to buy the bundle online? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Like, how I, many people I would, would bought probably the... buy Returnal and play it sometime in the future? Because I wouldn't play it right away. 
If I had a PlayStation nah, 5. I'd wait for a sale. It seems yeah, I, good. It seems like a... It seems very difficult, and I don't know if I want to put myself through that. <laughs> I'm just not Maybe. ready emotionally for such a difficult game. Yeah, exactly. I got to play the same stupid fucking zombies game over and over. <laughs> so that's, that's I know what can win. <laughs> that just endless waves of zombie killing. I must have killed 10,000 zombies this weekend. Easily. Oh, easily, yeah. And uh, what else we got? Oh, we got some Stadia news, gentlemen. Oh, oh, shit. There's a rumor out that Google is looking to possibly rebrand Stadia so other companies can buy it and then rebrand it for themselves. Like, for example, they would sell it to someone like, I don't know, Cox Netflix. or Comcast or Netflix and be like, Hey, Netflix has Gamer's Edge, and it says like powered by Google or mm. whatever like that. So it's like they're they, gonna try to trick us. Well, they, <laughs> yeah, they gotta trick us, I, and maybe another what company can make it trick work. Us? It's not Google Stadia, really. <laughs> That's on the commercials. So I guess the tech works, but I don't think anybody play, ever complained about the tech working. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess they're just they're. It's a rumor. It may not happen, but it looks like they're gonna try to. Reach out to other more popular people that are already in homes. Hey, and be like this didn't work for us. Maybe you can get it to work for you. But you guys, are, you guys are probably better than us. So, I mean, hey, you know, you bundle it in with my cable package for three extra bucks a month, like a phone. I might think about it. Yeah, exactly. Then again, I'm the asshole that's still paying for Google Pro. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do I know? Yeah, I don't know. Play it a little bit. Play Call of Duty on it. Yeah, you can start over. <laughs> I could hook it up anywhere. I could play on my PC through a console through fucking on the road. It'd be dope. And also the last piece of news we have. This was uh, from a very accurate hacker named 4chan. Oh, he's at it again. <laughs> he's always, he doesn't sleep. Tell you what. But uh, they leaked some new info about a possible Sly Cooper 5. What? But I couldn't see any of it because it got pulled already. Didn't, they, didn't we talk about this like not too long ago? There was rumors about the new Sly Cooper coming out. Yeah. There was like a presentation that some, like a PowerPoint. Yeah. That came out about a possible, I think it was for Sly Cooper 4 before 4 came out. There was just, a 4, right? Yeah. 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 I think so. they're just going to reboot it and <clears throat> do it. They just reboot everything. You know? Yeah. That's I think they're going to, if, if they don't reboot something, then they're going to go the uh, the way Dead Space is going, where they're going to like remaster it and re-release it and be like, well, if people buy it, maybe they want another one, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, we can review it again. <laughs> That's true. I uh, If I'm being honest, I really want to play Dead Space <clears throat> again. I, I would, I'll definitely buy that remaster. If, yeah. you know, I'm not too busy playing Call of Duty Zombies. Which you probably will be for the next Which, if we're being honest, yeah. Until Division 3 comes out. Well, the new, new no. dudes will come out before then. There's rumors, and I couldn't find anything that was obviously real, but they're saying that the next version of the division is going to be like free to play. Sounds about right. It'll only be fucking hundred people battle royales. I'd be so pissed. I I don't. I can't, guys. I just can't. Well, I keep saying I can't, and then I fucking <laughs> play zombies. It just replaces that. Dude, we've been doing the show, and the only games you've played have been <laughs> Division Two and Call of Duty. I I don't doubt. That those have been the two games I've played the most in the last since we started doing this, like what three years almost two and a half, yeah, two and a half, yeah, two and a half years, yeah, probably. I've probably played those combined for a year and a half at least, <laughs> <laughs> at least. 
That's why I had to stop. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. Yeah, know? exactly. Go to a go to a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna well, I'm gonna get some Resident Evil in and see if I can scratch some itch. Because technically, I'm still shooting zombies. Yeah, exactly. it's just a different game. I heard it's very short though. So that's you know what? That's fine. I just need something else. You know, <laughs> something different. <laughs> exactly. Something and the Resident Evil world is itch. fucking weird. But yeah, baby steps. That's all I got for video game news slash dog. Oh. about we get into this amazing game oh amazing man. amazing piece of shit what are you talking about dr scientist before we even get into it on a scale of one to 27 not this isn't your final star ranking i'm just asking how mad were you after you watched this video well, one being not mad at all 27 being super pissed uh the first like 30 minutes, I was about a 25, 26. <laughs> okay, okay. And then I stopped taking notes and it went down to about a 14. <laughs> Rage subside. <laughs> I think you just, that's like your, your, uh, your cruising altitude is like 14. <laughs> like you're, that's, that's like, so that's true. where you idle at. You idle at 14. <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of stopped paying attention and stopped taking notes. So was I was of- pleasantly surprised. All right, let's just get in. Let's just get started. Let's get yeah, into this. So this game, we get asked the question, will a game that has a balls meter make me feel like a real man? <laughs> that was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> the game is Scarface. The world is yours. It was released October 10th, 2006 for PC, PlayStation 2, and Xbox, developed by Radical Entertainment and published by Vivendi Games. Mm. It is a third and sort of first-person single-player <laughs> crime empire simulator? Sort of. First. I thought I was going to say third and last person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was written by David McKenna, who the only reason that I mention this is because he also wrote the screenplays for American History X, and blow. Yeah, where's the American History X game? I don't know. We can, <laughs> or the blow game. <laughs> we can really, you know, get along with that. So what was at the top of the charts at this time? Well, the number one grossing film on October 10th, 2006. Now remember, wait a minute. It's The Departed? Is it? Didn't we just talk about that? Was this released right around when God Hand was came out? Uh, Might have been. You're the... Let me see if I can remember the song. Nope. nope. <laughs> I was thinking it would be a Saw movie or something, but... October, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the same date God Hand came out. <laughs> God Hand came out September 14th, 2006. Oh, uh, damn. So and this it, came out three weeks later. And Depart is still number one? It held on. The number one song, if you remember, it stayed the entire time. It was... Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake. How did that go again? <laughs> Ooh, I got a sexy back. That's not what you said last week. <laughs> this is a different verse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess the number one movie and song were exactly the same as last week. <laughs> That's no fun. All right. Okay, well, uh, I don't know. All right, just get into it. <laughs> <laughs> How much was toilet paper past. then? <laughs> or what, toilet carton paper of eggs. Was- Carton of Eggs was $1.86. Oh, those times. I made that up. I don't know. It's probably the same today. <laughs> but anyway, I picked it. And now, before we even get into it, has everybody here seen the movie Scarface? Nope. 
You can accidentally watch this movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because I actually rewatched it a couple days ago because I hadn't seen it. It must have been at least 10 years since I've seen it. I don't get the whole. Yeah, I don't remember much of it. Mafia. No, but do you guys remember like around this time, maybe a little bit earlier, like the early 2000s, like every rapper that was on MTV Cribs had the Scarface poster. Like everybody was into Scarface. Yep. Which is like. It's like the way that me and my friends were really into Fight Club, but like we, it's the same thing. We completely missed the fucking point <laughs> of, of the media. You know what I mean? Like we we're like Fight Club's so cool. It's like, did you understand what was happening in that movie? Yeah, dude, it was rad. Like ah, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, he was both people. Yeah, same yeah. thing, but with, but with Scarface, because it's it's a it's an alluring story. It's about an, an immigrant who starts at the bottom. And then through hard work, determination, and murder, gets to the top. And he he lives. (laughs) Yes, that's the difference. We're going to spoil the movie Scarface. (laughs) All right? Because you have to to explain what happens in this game. (laughs) At the end of the film, Tony Montana, powered almost entirely by cocaine at that point in the film. Oh, yeah. Where was that scene in this part? Yeah, they did not uh, have him doing nearly as much blow in this game (laughs) as he did in real life, huh? (laughs) He can drop all the f bombs he wants, but if he ha- do you remember the movie when he like the last scene he had literal Pile? mountains of cocaine, yeah. like piles. Yeah, Doesn't like he just I stick was his face in it. I was worried about the structural integrity of that desk. Is how much <laughs> cocaine was on it. Yeah, because his his, his his like cronies are around him. They're like, Sosa's coming, Sosa's coming. What are we gonna do? We gotta do this. Like shit's going down, and there's like four dudes just yelling around him. Like, what are we gonna do? What are we? Gonna- You're the boss. Tell us what to do. And he just like he looks forward and like sits up. And then just slams in face into the mountain of cocaine. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But yeah, so that was the end of the movie. And then Sosa's men attack. And at the end of the film, uh, fa- very famous line, say hello to my little friend as he shoots a AR-mounted grenade launcher at a bunch of people. Yeah. And he goes down in a blaze of glory. Like that Bon Jovi song. Shot so many times, but Slippery the cocaine, <laughs> you know. Held him through it. But in this version, we we relive that final scene. And in this game, uh Sosa's men again, they're storming the mansion. Who's Sosa? Sosa rival drug dealer? Yes. Okay. Yes. And he was, I think, wasn't he the guy that supplied Tony in Miami? I think that's how it was. I think so. I don't remember really. Mm. Like Sosa was the kingpin on in like I forget I think Bolivia is where it happened in the movie. Yeah. Tony got too big for his britches and he had to get put in place. Basically, in the film, Dr. Scientist, <laughs> uh, there was this informant that was basically going to ruin Sosa's life and send him to jail forever. And they go to New York, which I forgot even happened in the film Scarface. They went to New York at a point. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Tony, I, I trust you. I need you to take care of this. Like, we have a great business relationship. Uh, plant a fucking car bomb on this dude's car and blow him up before he can testify. So. He plants the bomb, and then this dude's whole family comes out. And then Tony all of a sudden gets a conscience. He's like, you didn't say anything about women and kids. I'm not killing these people. Oh, he alludes to it later in the yeah, game. Yeah, he talks about okay. it in the game. Right. Yeah, and then and then he doesn't end up killing him. Then that's when Sosa gets mad and kills him in the movie. But in this version, he they you do the whole shootout scene. That's where the game starts. And then Tony Montana escapes. But he's lost everything. Yeah, it's just a reset. It's exactly what it is. It's like a built-in reset, is a reason a, to... 
a classic bingo spot in medium's run. <laughs> yeah, no, kinda. he loses his power, but yeah. But it's conceptually the same thing, right? Yeah, like yeah. where you start, you start the game with all these things. Like God of War Two did that, mm-hmm. and then they dump you down back to normal. But yeah, same concept. So he lays low for three months. I guess that's all it takes for the fucking law to forget about this. Well, they think he's dead, which doesn't make any sense because no. the house isn't burnt down or anything. Yeah, yeah and they like, rebuilt they his didn't... house for him while he was dead. <laughs> that also, like, someone cleaned that place up. Yeah, right. When he was dead. But anyway, so three months passed. Tony was laying low, and now he's like, all right, time to get back in this. I've recovered from my 15 gunshot wounds since then. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it didn't happen in the movie. Anyway, so his first stop is he goes to talk to his lawyer, George Sheffield, at the Babylon Club. Oh, yeah. Uh, voiced by the, we would later find out, horrible human being, James Woods. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, I guess, is, my, is as good a time as any to admit. There is so many names in this fucking cast. Yeah, like Cheech and Chong. Ice T's in here, Anthony Anderson, Jay Moore, Ricky Gervais, Oliver Platt, B Real. Like, there's so many B to low A people that have been in the. Dale Earnhardt Jr. does a voice. Really? Doesn't Pacino do the voice too? The real voice? No, they couldn't get Pacino. They they I really think he put his voice. He was in. on the IMDb. I guess that's from the first scene where they actually used. Actual yeah, they words. From they the have movie. him credited as. Tony Montana archive footage. Okay. But I mean, like a lot of names. Kevin Dillon. Uh, Jerry Gabriel Ferreira. Iglesias. Uh, Daniel Day Kim is in this fucking Lemmy. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bam Margera voices a liquor store owner. Like, Jason Mute. There's so many. There's yeah. Michael Rappaport, Michael Rooker. I'll stop now. But there's a lot. And I remember this. I did play this game when it came out. Obviously. I remember playing this game. And I, I remember actually enjoying it. The story was a little lame. A little? Well, it was kind of ridiculous that all of a sudden you have this whole movie universe where he dies at the end, and that's the point of the film, that he has his fucking comeuppance. Yeah. And the game's like, nah, fuck that. We're making a game out of this. Nah, we're making him a hero in this one. <laughs> but the game was good. Like, it was it was a it was... GTA clone, which a lot of those were around at the time. Yeah, exactly. But they didn't have many that you could, like, build your entire empire from nothing. Like, Vice City was out, and you could buy, like, a couple properties. And then San Andreas came out, and it was like the big world you could explore. Mm-hmm. But this was the one where you ran a drug empire. Yeah, exactly. Which they don't show drugs, though. They do not. They talk about them a lot. Yeah, sure do. Like, are you on drugs? Of course you are. <laughs> That's right. He went to Sheffield. He went to see That's bullshit where we were. James Woods. Yes. Sheffield tells Tony, he's like, I can't do, like, whatever. You're too. There's too much heat. Like, you're done. Tony says a lot of swear words Adams and he goes fine look I'll represent you but it's going to be at a higher goddamn rate because I am taking a huge risk mm-hmm. Tony's like all right fine whatever because Tony is an interesting character because he's a complete fucking psychopath but at the same time and he's like a ball buster and he's a terrible like a loud crazy person <laughs> yeah, real not but at the same time he got his mansion by being a good business partner like it was Sosa who came after him because he wouldn't lost murder me when you children. Said he's interesting. I think he's interesting. Yeah, I think it's, it's quite a dynamic. And uh, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer was in the original movie. That was Tony's wife. Yeah, sure. Pretty wild. Anyway, <laughs> so he he leaves the Babylon Club. He goes back, and he there's these two vice cops, which they don't really like show up much in the game. But the point of this scene is they say, "Hey, you want your mansion back? You got to pay us money." And this is kind of like... just fucking ridiculous. 
It is ridiculous. It's absolutely <laughs> what are you ridiculous. Talking about. <laughs> but it's it's the way for. Th- there's also a conversation here where they say, "Hey, don't kill any civilians. Don't make yeah. us come back here." Basically. Exactly. So it's kind of like the way for the game to tell you the mechanics of it. You're and that the government just pretending you're not dead. You're paying off. I the guess cops. so. Yeah. And then uh, it's like the wire. Like you only you only go after people that are also in the game. You know what I mean? Obviously. You guys get yes. it. You guys get it. I know how these things work. So next station, you you meet up with your old friend Felix from the film, and he tells uh, Tony that Sosa and Gasper with a G. I had to look that up several mm-hmm. times. Uh, those guys that were in charge basically pushed everybody out. What else would Gasper be with? Casper. See, I thought it was Casper. Oh, oh, okay. And then there's also the Diaz brothers and Nacho Contreras, which were from the film. And uh, basically, it's a war out there. Like, they're all fighting, like, the power vacuum when Tony left. And uh, basically, Felix says, hey, you want to get started? You're starting from the bottom. Go talk to uh, Coco, Coco, this woman who runs a bar. He gets that shit rolling, son. No, his whole pitch is, hey, I don't have anything. You come work for me, and then we'll go to the moon, baby. Yeah. Game yeah. stop to the moon. He made him name for himself already. Everyone knows him. They're like, oh, yeah, he can do it. I've seen him do it already. Well, and Ridiculous. plus, well, Felix, this character, was in the movie as Tony's friend for the entire length of the movie. Yeah. So if he's like going back to his old friend, he's like, I thought you were dead. It's like, I'm going to the top again. It's like, fuck, I've seen you do it once. Let's go. Yeah, why not? Like, if, of any of the characters that immediately joined Tony, this is the one I would buy. The other ones, no. Not seeing the movie, I didn't buy it. Well, Fair, enough. Fair enough. Fair, Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. You know the backstory. So, he goes to this bar at the beach. He meets up with Coco. And this is, like, the beginning of the Empire. He's, he's like, I'll get the yayo, because that was a term they used in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and she's going to sling it. And she's like, I can only do so much, so this place is only going to make so much money. And it's just the intro, the tutorial of how to build your drug empire. Yeah, exactly. All right. So it's pretty much, you know, like real life. Yeah. From what I understand. So now, Tony with his mansion back, he's starting to make some moves. His He doesn't want to go right for Sosa. He doesn't have enough people. He doesn't have enough power. He doesn't have enough leverage. So he goes to visit Gaspar Gomez. And uh, he goes into this, I don't know what to call this, but an indoor pool party? Yeah, well, it's like the penthouse party. like With like a full-size pool. Yeah, on a roof, right? But it was like in clo- it does. This does not matter. <laughs> you don't understand <laughs> Miami, man. Yeah, you don't get it. I don't. It's like we want to be in a place where it's really hot and humid, but we don't want any of that humidity, so we're just going to put our pool inside. Yeah, that makes total sense. Inside You're pools right. are dope. So they get in this big, huge gunfight with Gaspar and his men, and Gaspar gets out. He escapes, but his head of security does not. No, So sir. he and Tony talk a bunch of shit, and then he throws the head of security off the goddamn building. This kind of goes against his pledge with the vice guys of not killing people and stuff, huh? It's not a civilian. Oh, no, he always killed people. Yeah, Gaspar's always killed people. a bad guy. Gaspar's guys are bad guys. Not everybody he killed is bad guys. And they're in the game, are. though. Yeah, they're in. They're in the game. They have a gun. Oh, uh, you you can kill forty people. Just just yeah, just no innocent civilians. Chump slap. I don't think he's gonna get it. <laughs> like he's, he's he's not in the. He's never Dr. had to deal with the game. before. I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, Doctor Scientist. You're probably doing it right. <laughs> 
So uh, he throws him off the fucking building. And then he's like, oh, we, they have an armored car downstairs filled with money. I'm just going <laughs> to fucking jump in it and take it. I'll just drop that off at the nearest bank. <laughs> and he goes to the nearest bank. And he wants to speak to the manager, Jerry, who I was voiced by Michael Rourke, but I don't remember him in the... I think he was in the movie. Yeah, he sounds like he taught, he knows him from previous, which I assumed was movie related. And and we know Jerry's doing good. He's got a Rothko up in his office building. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> what were you gonna say, Doctor? <laughs> about, about his art choices? No, was, he just drives a van full of money to the bank. It's like here, I want to deposit it. Like it's no, and nobody's gonna ask questions at all. Or it's like, hey, oh, well, because yeah, and then he gets pissed like, when he's like, you have to pay me to launder this for you. Fuck you, I do. That, but that's Tony's personality. He goes big immediately, and then he's like, okay, fuck, fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuck you, no way I'm doing that. Well, you gotta. Okay. All right. That's well, a, fine. A little percentage. This, uh, yeah, and the, the fucking van. It, there was a gunfight on the way. Yeah. The, the armored vehicle's filled with bullet holes. And everyone's just like, yeah, park it back. Like, no one's gonna, it's gonna be fine. We'll take your money. Yeah. Anyway, so this is. Uh, this is another setting up the game mechanics situation where the bank is like, yeah, we'll take it. We'll launder it. We'll clean it. We're going to charge you a fee. Uh, it, it gives you a spot to drop your money off. And the other fun a- aspect of this is the the teller, or I don't know, the administrative assistant for the bank manager. I don't know who this lady was, mm-hmm. but she gives you a magazine. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. Tony's like, I don't want any of this shit. I'm not buying anything. She's like, no, this is this is stuff you could buy for your mansion. You got Tiger? <laughs> Yeah, and that's the mechanic. Like that's so you can you can buy other shit to decorate your mansion. I got it. A yeah. way to spend your millions of dollars you're gonna make off Yayo. Makes sense. Tony gets out, he's got his money, he's got a little bit of money in his pocket, he's got his mansion back, he's rebuilding, and he has a chance. Nobody realizes uh, he isn't dead yet. That's a great question. You think if he popped up at Gasper's house going after Gasper and Gasper gets away, that the word would get out pretty quickly? I think it does. They didn't I mean, know well. But, I mean, if the, if the word was out, the cops would just come arrest him, right? The cops, no. It was a gang war. It wasn't. The cops weren't involved. He still did illegal things. They don't have the proof, man. They're going to get him for tax evasion? Come on. I think we just have to resign ourselves to the world of the game and movie. Because in the movie, he just gets rich selling drugs and has a mansion. Like, I... I don't remember him filling out any fucking 10W40s <laughs> yeah. and sending him in. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess if you have enough money, you can well, it was pay the off time. anybody. It was the 80s, right? It's a different time. Exactly. You could dive in your own stash. You got it. Dude, he went head first into that shit. Dude, watch the last 20 minutes of that movie. Not gonna. Of course you're not. Okay. Does he jump into it like Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> no, it's more of like... I ain't gonna watch it then. Fair. Okay. <laughs> No I gotta change your mind. <laughs> so, Tony calls up Felix on the uh, sat phone, which I guess is brand fucking new at the time. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. being nineteen eighty three, I think the movie takes place. Yeah, something like that. Prank caller, prank yeah. caller. So they discuss some business ventures. Tony buys this uh, pawn shop, and then he does the same thing with the cigar business. He's buying other businesses, going after other sources which of is revenue. Also ridiculous. Slash- it's yeah, laundering. it's very ridiculous. It's laundering. Sell me your business and still work for me. All right, Tony, whatever you say. Yeah, there's like a that's exactly what happens with the cigar store. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, I want to buy your business. He's like, I'll tell you what, I'll sell it to you <laughs> if you go kill this guy that has my papers. 
and bring and them back. And then I'll work it for you. Yeah, you got to kill my accountant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he comes back with the papers. He's like, here you go. He's like, oh, great. I'll sell it to you. You want to still keep working for here? Yep. All right, great. Now start laundering money. Yeah. I now implicitly trust you with illegal shit. Yeah. Makes but sense. But I, I think it's I think it's supposed to be, the way we're supposed to interpret it is like, these people are the little guy, you know? And Tony is supposed to be the one that started with nothing. He's supposed to embody the little guy. He's trying to help him out. What? I think you're trying to add a yeah, something not, here that's not there. That's not there. I, I think that's what they were trying to do, but I didn't read it <laughs> as succeeding. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. But more of the building the empire game mechanic. So now we fast forward a little bit in the story. Tony's chilling at a club, spouting off this bullshit about getting old, pontificating, or pontificating, whichever you want to call it, which is a great term. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the Diaz brothers send a hit squad. No, why? Well, I it's been mostly like... (laughs) I guess this was the moment where they're going after Tony because up until now they just left him alone. Yeah. They're like, yeah, he's getting too powerful. He's got a cigar shop. He's got a lot of stuff. I guess they just assume, you know what? Someone will probably kill him. Like, yeah. Do we have to worry? But so before Tony executes uh, one of the Diaz brothers, he they tell Tony that, uh, yeah, well, we have your mom. She's dead now. He's like, what? So he goes to check on his mom. There's a bunch of dudes there with a chainsaw, which is a nod to the movie. And then. Tony ends up grabbing it and murdering everyone, but his mother is dead. dead. And I don't know. She killed in the movie. Yes or no? Not the mother. The sister and Manny is friend. Yeah. Okay. As, uh, yeah. You don't what? Like- what? What? What don't you? What don't you believe that they're gonna kill his mother? No. I mean, you think a moment like this, you'd actually feel something, but I was like, eh. His mom dead. I don't give a shit. No. You're not supposed to And it doesn't anything. seem like he does either. Dr. Like, Scientist, I am on the same page as you. Like, I don't understand how we're supposed to see Tony as the hero. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. They they just say, like, this guy's a scumbag. He's building his empire. Technically, you're doing it because you're controlling him. But he's still a huge piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't... I Yeah, I don't buy it either. I don't. I'm with you. Yeah, I don't care it. He takes over the storefront, whatever. He gets a call from Sosa, and this is like the first time Sosa's making his presence known in the world of the game. And he's like, hey, I made you what you are. Talks a bunch of shit. Tony gets mad and hangs up. Yeah. So Sosa's back on the table. And then this is the interesting part where the the story changes a little bit, and Tony gets a call from this guy by the name of Pablo, right. voiced by the world-famous... A plus list actor Wilmer Valderrama. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking knew it. You should have done Fez's voice. <laughs> and then Sheffield. This is apparently Sheffield's right hand man, his his lawyer friend, and uh, he's like, "Hey, I got a line on your wife, Elvira, because you know I know you laid low for three months, but she's still your wife, so I know where she is." Tony doesn't really trust him, but I guess he's like, "Whatever." So he gets in the car. And then sh- this is where Pablo drops him off in Freedom Town. <laughs> this part which was, was from <laughs> just the drops movie. Him off. I was like, "Sorry, sucker, out of here!" And he just like, uh, "Fuck you!" Yeah, okay. And just bails. So in the beginning of Scarface the movie, uh, Tony and his best friend Manny and a bunch of other Cubans are in basically a shanty town, uh, 
immigration detention center camp. Mm-hmm. And this was a real thing. This was called uh, the Marielle Boat Life Boat Lift. Sorry. And uh, it was a mass emigration from Cuba. Uh, basically, a whole bunch of Cubans, 10,000 of them tried to get asylum by taking refuge at the Peruvian embassy. And then Castro said, you know what? You don't want to be part of Cuba? Fucking leave. So a lot of people got on fucking boats and went to America. This is like a real thing that happened between April and October in 1980. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all know. <laughs> Classic knowledge. Yeah. Tony's <laughs> character got to America to start his American dream, so to speak. But anyway, so this is the same place, and now it's an ambush. Toner. 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 Tony murders everyone, because that's what he does, including yeah. Pablo on a boat, in a boat chase. Scene. Oh, yeah. Those were the best. And then I don't know exactly how it happens, but Tony basically is making a lot of noise in Miami, and he gets intro to a guy by the name of the Sandman in, on an island, which is supposed to be, I guess, like... The island's made up, but it's supposed to be something like the Bahamas or Puerto Rico. I just assumed it was like the island they used in Blow to like stop halfway. Something in the Caribbean. Yeah. And uh, the Sandman is like the the guy that runs the plantation and makes the stuff. And they set up a business plan. The Sandman goes, I like you, Tony. I'll supply it to you. You turn around and get it sold in Miami, and we're going to have a great relationship. This is like the role Sosa played before he tried to kill him. Yeah. So then... Tony, he does this weird side mission, but it kind of gets us to an awesome moment. He speaks to one of the Sandman's uh, cohorts by the name of Venus. Okay, yeah. She tells him there's this bad shit going on at, like, this casino that used to be an oil tanker. Like a a big oil-moving ship, not, like, a water-bound tanker. Who runs that? It's run by some guy. She doesn't know who it is, and it turns out it's none other than Nacho Contreras. Nacho? That necklace bastard or whatever you fucking <laughs> Yeah, he says a lot of insults at him. <laughs> he hates Nacho, man. So he goes and, like, frees all these women. Tony does. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into the hole to talk to another woman. He's like, yo, what's the deal? Where I thought Nacho was going to be here. And she's like, oh, we're about to start a cockfight. He always shows up. He should be here any second. And then he walks through the door. Yep. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. And then there's a gunfight. So, wait, he runs it. And nobody else knows who Tony is? No, he's been dead for three months. Nobody knows him. Oh. Yeah, that does happen a lot in games. You forget people, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. The new guys come in. The old guys are like, wait, who? You know? Yeah. He kind of looks like somebody. I, <laughs> I can only assume the way they run through henchmen in this game, that oh, all the people true. that knew Tony are fucking dead. Like, long dead two months ago. Yeah, they all went to raid his mansion in the beginning. Killed them and all. killed them all. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to find a good henchman. <laughs> You end up this part is confronting Nacho. Chef's Dr. Kiss. Scientist, Dr. <laughs> Scientist, take us home. Tell us all about this. Oh, he, whatever, you have your little tiff with Nacho. And then he jumps off some huge fucking port. I guess it's his, I guess, is it a ship or is it the port? I don't know. I thought it was the oil tanker. Yeah. He jumped off oh, tanker. okay. He jumps off and it's a long fall down for this fat guy to fall down. And he kind of just like way, way too long through the water. He doesn't even splash. No, he kind of just fucking Olympic. Yeah. Gold medal. So he survives that. And then Tony picks up a sniper rifle and starts sniping him in the water. Yep. yep. And just before he dies, he gets eaten by a shark. 
Yeah. I love, I love, love, love that the mission parameter is not kill Nacho. It's make him make bleed. Him bleed. <laughs> I guess the shark did that. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, oh, yeah. so good. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to watch the behind the scenes video of the game and be like, yeah, they had this in the original script for the movie, but we got to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> They thought it was a little bit too ridiculous for the movie, so we did it. Oh, man. So good. Yeah, so from here, uh, it's kind of like a lead-up. We're kind of killing time until the final showdown. So you do, like, going around these islands and killing pirates that are fucking with the Sandman's business. Uh, other, like, of Nacho's people. You get all Nacho's entire ship. Yeah, you get cocaine. Nacho's ship. Like, you, you're basically taking over the islands as you did Miami. Because mm-hmm. the game takes place in both places, yeah. which is kind of cool. And then you do a, a side mission. I, I wanted to mention this because it's a very famous scene in the movie where they go to the Sunray Hotel to do a deal. And basically the dudes at the Sunray Hotel kill Tony's friend, Angel. Oh, Remember okay. the shower scene with the chainsaw? Like it's a very famous scene in the film. Right, right, right. And you do a side mission to save the Sunray and like get the bad guys out of there. And then you end up buying it. And he's like, oh, you know, this is a sentimental spot because my friend Angel was killed here. Yeah, and the lady doesn't want to sell it to you. She's like, it's got a bad rap. You kill one fucking Jimmy the drug dealer. She's like, okay, now I'll sell it to you. Yeah, but like it's got a bad rap. He owned it until three months ago, right? I don't know because he got killed pretty early in the movie. So it might have been years as oh. far as the movie. I don't know what the timeline of the movie is. Yeah, I don't either. It's obviously years, though. Well, plus it's tough because they're in Miami. It's like constant summer, so I have no (laughs) idea how much time passed. Fair. Maybe some nerd out there can tell us how much time passed in the film Scarface, but we'll send that to us on the socials. We'd love to hear it. Oh, yeah, we'll listen. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you meet, after doing all this stuff and helping out the Sandman, you meet back up with the Sandman, and you're like, hey, I... uh, you know, I took care of all that, and the dude's like, go kill these dudes or take it over my processing lab. So you finally do that, and then you come back to him. The Sandman's like, hey, I'm out, man. Like, I this yeah. is getting too shitty. I want to not give you my – I'll sell you my plantation, and you can run the entire thing. <laughs> Makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it does. It's like you're buying from – it's like Lay's potato chips, you know? You sell for them. Man, I lost day, that analogy <laughs> right away. You sell, you sell their bags of chips in your store, and one day the guy comes up to you. He's like, yeah, you want to just buy the whole plant? <laughs> <laughs> Happens all the time in business. Yeah. yeah. All the time. A, it works. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so now, now we're in the final stretch. We are at a meeting with Sosa, Gaspar Gomez, and Sheffield, his lawyer, who clearly had double-crossed him with the whole Pablo thing. Oh, George. Bastard. And uh, they're they're basically all together in this room, and they're like, we have got to do something about this Tony guy. He's murdering so many people and taking away so much of our business. And they're like, well, you know, what are we going to do? And then Tony attacks. And Gasper's still a fucking cocky bastard. Like, I'm going to kill this dude. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they're all very cocky. And uh, basically, the first person he kills is he executes Sheffield. Yeah. Like, on his knees, executes, shoots him in the face with a shotgun. See, this is where they won you over, because he kills the lawyer, the bad lawyer. Exactly. <laughs> and I think, uh, doesn't James Wood's voice say, oh, fuck me in the ass, and they get shot yeah, in the face with a shotgun. Exactly. There's some wild language in this mm-hmm. this game. For no reason. <laughs> For no reason at all. 
Uh, also, we didn't even talk about the fact that he goes, he collects balls. I get like, it's a balls meter. Yeah, I, I don't you get you get extra balls for doing good shots or something. Yeah, like headshots or groin shots. I guess. Yeah, you can shoot people in the groin. And it'll tell you like they oh, got yeah. shot in the groin. And then uh, when your balls meters fill up, that's when Tony gets into his rage, and that's when it goes to first person view. Yeah, and he you gain your health back, and it's just like just like right. a rampaging brick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. We have seen this mechanic before in many games. Oh yeah. But then uh Tony runs into Gaspar and his go- and his cronies and kills all them. Uh he meets up with Sosa finally. He's just chilling on a couch, not a care in the world. And uh this is where they do mention from the movie the New York City not killing children thing. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, sometimes you gotta kill kids, dude. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Sosa's a really cool guy. <laughs> Probably coolest one in this game. Probably. And then uh, Tony, you know, there's a gunfight. He murders Sosa. And then he goes up. And this is a nod to the movie. This is what happened when uh, Tony was started off his career in drug dealing, working for this guy by the name of Frank. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, Frank tried to have Tony killed. And then there's this very tense scene where Tony murders Frank. And then Frank's number one dude is standing there fucking sweating. <laughs> and Tony walks up to him, like, puts his gun away. He's like, you want a job? And the guy's like, yeah. Yeah. Sure. He's like, all right. And then now he's on his crew. Yeah. So he does the same thing in this. And then at the end of the film, this was fucking weird. Because at the end of the, the, the game, it's a reference to the movie where he's sitting in a hot tub with a woman who's not his wife. I guess he just bailed on the wife thing. I guess, yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, you're a beer for you, Tony, a drink for whatever her name is. And he's like, hey, is it cool if I call you Manny? He's like, you can call me whatever you want. He's like, okay, your name's Manny. Like, he just, he wants to call the guy the name of his best friend who he murdered? (laughs) It was very strange. Hey, man, you can't get in his head. Well, Dr. Scientist, in the movie, Manny was his best friend and there from the beginning and his right-hand man and... At some point, Manny started dating Tony's little sister, and Tony couldn't take it, so he killed Manny. Mm, that's the that's the sign of a grown man. Exactly. Yes. Now you're getting it. Thank you. <laughs> that's why he's such a cool character. Fuck. That's it, man. That's the game. Man, it was oh. some type of game. I remember the game play and everything being a lot better than the story we just went through. Well, that's because you like those games. <laughs> that's true. That's fair point. Yes, it is my type of game. Tony Montana. Well, he just Montoya, likes... what, what's his name? Latoya Montana. <laughs> Tony Montana. Yeah. And if you, you, if you guys remember, I've been very clear about the fact that I only play games that have balls meters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That's why you have... Dude, you say it every day. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> So it's this and Bust a Move 4. That's it. Those are the only <laughs> yeah, two games I've one. I'm pretty sure Peggle's got one. Or the, no. Is that a ball? Are meter? they balls? Might be. What's that hmm. game? Splatterhouse had balls meters. Of course it did. No, it, it didn't. It did not. Have <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, no, it, <laughs> it, had, it had some kind of rage meter, but it didn't yeah. have uh, I got balls a meter. I'm afraid I'm going to shit. Yep, so anyway, though. Get into our favorite segment of every week. Final thoughts, and we will start with you, Sir Chump Slap. Ooh, sweet. Bring it on. Shoot some questions my way. I want to ace some cues. Would you play it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
what does story do for you? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what score from one to twenty-seven stars did you give it? Good. Good, good questions. Good, good questions. Didn't see those. You nailed coming, it. But I think I can shoot it on the fly. Would I play it? No, I didn't. I'm not a big fan of like sandbox. Was it three third-person shooters? Over the shoulder type shit. Thought it was last person. It was like GTA, same concept. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seems like GTA, but less things to do and less fun. (laughs) So no, I won't play it. Story work for me. I want to start by saying, fuck this game for fucking the end of Scarface up. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just fuck you. That was. The whole point of the movie, yeah, was for him to get his comeuppance, he had and you're to die. just erasing and you're just... all that. No, instead he's sitting in a fucking sweet ass jacuzzi with Venus, drinking drinks, and fucking has a manservant now. Sick, sickening. So basically, they made him the hero that all those people who worshipped him thought he was. Yes, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if those people who worshipped him thought anything. <laughs> You know Are I mean? you just taking a dig at every rapper between 2002 and 2008? Not everyone. Who gets a pass? Uh, self-titled. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Durst, obviously. He even talks about this movie in one of his songs. He's like, "Fucking, I thought Scarface was overrated." <laughs> they did. He? They all talked. Anyway. Sorry, anyway, what you're saying? So, the story was. I mean, besides all the ridiculousness of it, it was just. Making your way up in the drug world. And once you get to the top, you know, you're fucking carefree and you're good to go. That was the story. That was the lesson we learned here today, folks. The world is yours. So I'd say the story didn't really work. Right, right. Story didn't work. Wouldn't want to play it. Score out of 27. Twenty six. Uh, Whatever it is, I'm gonna go lower. Uh, <laughs> I'll give it a six, because I mean, there were characters in it. Good voice acting. <laughs> good voice acting, at least. <laughs> there were good, there were good characters. Uh, I don't think there was a single decent person in it. Like as a good person, you know what I mean. But I agree. I don't. But maybe. I don't know those people maybe the that sex were kidnapped? workers that you saved. Yeah, <laughs> that, I was just gonna say the people that were kidnapped. Is that who maybe. they were the best people? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's too much, but I'll just I stuck it six. That's what it is. All right, six. You gave it a six out of twenty-seven. Well, see how low scientist can go when I ask him a couple questions. Oh yeah. Ah, oh, Jesus! What are those questions again? Chump slap. I don't remember. Would you play this again? <laughs> <laughs> Did you love the story as much as you let on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of mm-hmm. score are you giving it from a scale of one to twenty-seven? Of course, I uh, wouldn't play it. I'm not into these sandboxy type games. Did the story work for me? Uh, I thought it was terrible. Mm. I don't know. I don't answer the question. Did it work? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like they just wanted to make a GTA clone, and then they used Scarface to try and sell extra copies. And then they force his character on every scene, annoyingly so. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So it was more than seems. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I didn't feel anything for any of the characters in it at all. Whoa. 
I mean, his mom died, and I was like, good. I did read somewhere they were tr- they were thinking when they first made this game that to make like a new video game franchise based on Scarface. That is ridiculous. Like, where do you go after? <laughs> All you gotta do is change story. the entire fucking ending. I get. Yeah. Uh, no, next at the end of the next at the end or the beginning of the next game, you have the DEA and cops raid his place, and then he has to escape to I don't know, Milwaukee. Kansas City, and start oh. an empire there. Oh, I like it. Kansas City mob, go on. Yeah, they should do a, <laughs> more GTA things in these. Midwestern flyover states. Yeah, right. Definitely. But anyway, no, I thought it was terrible. I don't know. I couldn't stand it. I, Tony, uh, I, I'm not going to watch the movie because his character is super annoying in this. I you don't like him? Him. No. And the true question of the score <laughs> I'm going to give it is, is it worse than The Quiet Man? <laughs> no, come <laughs> Get on. Get the fuck out of here. No you have, Dr. Scientist, when The Quiet Man came out, we didn't know what happened because the character mm. didn't hear anything and there were no subtitles. Yeah, but like I understood more no about idea. that and cared more about the characters than I did in Scarface. No, you didn't. Yeah, I, I did. Listen I to might that agree episode with again. S- you tell me you cared about those <laughs> characters. I think the second part of your statement may be correct, <laughs> that you care more about those characters. Maybe. But the first part, no. <sighs> Look at but it. Yeah. It, it, it's trash. It's garbage. Wow. I'll I'll make it better than Jurassic the Hunter. That's all you're going to get. You'll get zero stars. Can't. It's your second week in a row of the Papa Scotch put choice. I thought it was one of 27. It is. So how you giving it a zero? Because that's how it works. I guess Dr. Scientist could just fucking do whatever he wants. Yeah, apparently. He gave one. (laughs) Thinks he's Tony Montana. (laughs) This is not the first game he gave a zero. He gave a zero to Jet Li Rise to Honor as well. Yeah, the last one you picked. Yeah. I think and I a, a month ago, dude. he gave a game a zero. And I gave the quiet man zero. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Man, I was not in a good mood, and this was terrible. It was a waste of my time. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you Papa Scotch, the... why don't you tell us the, the score you think it deserves after you answer the questions. Answer of... these, my questions threes. What is your favorite color? <laughs> okay. How much can you bench? Okay. <laughs> and uh, no. would you play this again? And how the story how the story your, work for you? Bench your rear or whatever you said that one yeah. time. Um, favorite color is red. I can bench the bar. Uh, <laughs> Forty-five pounds. Forty-five pounds. I can do like eight reps, dude. No, <laughs> you got me beat. No cap. No cap. Got me beat. <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, okay. Uh, would I play this game again? Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I play it again. <laughs> yes, I would fucking play it again. Uh, just because I, I'm trying to look at it as a product of its time, and I know that there were a billion GTA clones at this point, and this was the only one that felt different than GTA, where I could build an empire and buy different properties and own those properties and, like, buy shit out of a catalog. Like, it had okay. extra stuff just than the GTA stuff. So, right. to yeah, fuck you. I'd play it again. Sure. <laughs> Did the story work for me though? I, I yeah, it's you're right, Chompla. It's hard to get past the beginning of this game, <laughs> yeah, and how it just completely rewrites the narrative of what Scarface is. But let's say in theory, I just bought that. No, I don't buy it. Let's just go with the fact I don't buy it. No. I mean, the nods to the movie weren't subtle at all. They were very clear. This game was a game for people who had seen and liked the movie. Yeah, exactly. No, I'll just say no. The story didn't work for me because essentially it's. If you look at it versus the movie, it's the same exact thing. Except you take out the interesting parts is that he emigrated from Cuba 
and worked his way up from nothing. Yeah, this way he worked his way up from the top to the top. Exactly. So while you have that interesting turn of character in the first, in the movie, you don't have any of that here. So, no, right. I guess not. I guess the story does not work for me. Right. So tell me why so, you still scored at 27. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, score is tough because this is probably one of the few games where I've played it and I really enjoyed the game, but that doesn't mean that's the score this deserves talking about just the story. Yeah. Which is tough. So I, I guess as far as the story goes, I'm I'm going to give it a 7. All right. I fair. guess. I was going to because... give it a 7 until I looked back and I was like, i got to take at least a point off for that beginning. I It's the same thing I gave him Alone in the Dark. It's the same thing I gave Half-Life. I think that I... Well, I I do like the fact that they had story-related reasons to introduce game mechanics. Yeah. uh, Which which is more than you can say about most games where, like, Homefront, or, like, just for example, Homefront or Metro. aren't part of the story. But the part of the story that introduced them is still part of the story. Yeah, it's still, they worked, you gotta, if the game's gonna be successful, you gotta marry the story and the mechanics and everything going on, and at least this had one or two parts of that. Not a lot. Not saying it was perfect by any means. Yeah. But they tried. They made basically what would equiv- be the equivalent of an, a fan sequel, right? Like, No, fans could have done a better job. <laughs> He's not wrong. If these people were YouTubers today, they could. this is the story they would have made as a fan nod to Scarface. I don't think you're giving them enough credit. The YouTubers? Yeah. Or the... Wow, really? Wow. All right. If... No, I got nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, so then the final score that gives us is a 13. Oh, God, that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, you give it a 7. Well, I mean, that's one point less than Time Shift. That is six points more than Homefront. Five points less than Dino Crisis 2. All right. I guess. Whatever. I mean, it's not I just. I just. I guess. I don't think it belongs in this. I'm not saying this game's perfect at all, not at all. There's but I don't perfect about it. But I just don't think it belongs in the same shit heap as Homefront and Freedom. No, Fighters. it definitely blows lower than that. Ah, come uh, on, yeah, you just yeah. hate to hate. I think you guys are just liking Scarface too much. That you're I don't putting, even like you're putting it. your love for the movie above the game. I don't even know if I love. Let it. me tell you, I don't know if I ever did. I fucking lied. I never seen it. <laughs> Oh, no, damn I it. I mean, you guys should watch it. Like, it's it's worth watching. Yeah. It's a good Brian De Palma. There, I'll tell you what. It's worth... Wa- and then I'll stop talking about this fucking thing. But <laughs> it's, it's, the movie's worth watching because there's no movie that encapsulates 1980s Miami like that movie yeah, does. Yeah, it's very Not of its below? era. No. If it's very much of its era. If only for that, what I would say... Miami Vice? Not even. It's out. it's no, dude. It's Miami Vice is okay. If Miami Vice is the glossed over version, like the glossy, yeah, nicely packaged version, Scarface is the dirty version. What about man. that's the one you buy from a dude in an alley? Breakfast Club. I'm gonna fucking punch him. That's gonna take us to our favorite segment <laughs> of every week, which is Doctor Scientist Classic Wrestling Finisher. Oh wait. Oh my god. This is insane. You gotta, you gotta really come Please up with something new. Please don't. <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Also known as the Brick Hit House. 
I just love saying brickhead hell. Anyway, so every week we ask Dr. Scientist for a 100% guaranteed, amazing, classic wrestling finisher, and he never disappoints us. This week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? This is going to be a classic move updated for the next generation from a second gen wrestler. Okay. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to do Charlotte Flair's figure eight leg lock. Charlotte Flair is Rick Ric Flair's daughter. daughter. Yes. I believe I've done the figure four. What is hers called? Figure eight. How does that work? She has two more legs. It's very similar. It's a spider. (laughs) She puts them in a figure four leg lock and then kind of like arches her back so their legs go like straight up. Okay. Like I'll have to see. I'll have to watch this. And then she goes like puts them up. So all right. It looks quite painful, actually. Yeah, considering just as much as the figure four hurts. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what the figure four was. It uh the wrestler stands over the opponent who is lying on the mat face up and grasps the leg. Wrestler does a spinning toe hold and grasps the other leg, crossing them into a four. As they do so, they fall to the mat applying pressure to the opponent's cross legs with his own. Yeah. Definitely oh. hurts. Like, but hurts. she does that and then she like kind of like lifts the legs up as she arches her back. Arches her back like off the mat? Yeah. Okay. I got it now. It I'm looks trying quite to figure painful. Out, would this be more release? Like, would this be more painful or less painful? Uh, I think it would be less painful. Uh, I don't know. I, it depends I, where the pressure's getting. Pushed. I mean, it's still a figure four. It's just your legs are up in the air now instead of on the ground. I'm watching a compilation of it right now, and it, I mean, it doesn't look great. It looks painful. Now she's doing it to a cheerleader. It doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> It's a figure four leg lock where the person performing it arches their back as high as they can go. Yeah, to put more or less yeah. pressure, whatever. And they're much more flexible than we are. So, And if you could pull this off in a street fight, do it. Well, if you get the figure four off, you better pull this <laughs> yeah, off. Right. What else are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, I mean, if it? you're going to do this in a street fight, you're going to get a lot of weird YouTube comments. <laughs> <laughs> if you do a chump slap, oh. you're going to get some interesting I don't people. think he can arch his back. Not that way. I mean, you. I maybe not right now. Like he can't perform for. But if he's in the heat of the moment, <laughs> oh, know, adrenaline, thing, live whatever. or death, life or death. Oh you yeah, know, those his slip discs will feel great yeah. when he does that. I'll rupture two more discs <laughs> doing it. <laughs> I mean, you'll feel it tomorrow. Yeah. But in that in that moment, you'll be a legend, heat <laughs> fighting legend. Fuck. Well, that's the classic wrestling finisher. Lock of the week, which I said very slowly, so I didn't screw it up. <laughs> Charlotte Flair's. Figure eight leg lock. Interesting. And that's going to take us to our favorite segment of every week, which is Sir Chomp Slabs. Would you rather? Huh? He's got two choices. What's he going to pick? The one that Papa Scotch never expects him to. (laughs) We'll work on it. We'll work on it. We got something. (laughs) Something's there, guys. We're going to nail down that theme song like the last episode we do the Would You Rather. Oh, yeah. Just wait. But anyway, this week. Uh, we got more of a thinker. It's not a gross out one. It's not a lose lose. Uh, we're gonna learn something about Sir Chomp Slap today. Ooh, you're gonna be freaking weirded out. Sure. Yeah, it's gonna get weird. It's better get weird because this week, Sir Chomp Slap. Yeah. Would you rather be able to detect any lie you hear, or get away with any lie you tell? I thought this was a no brainer. I thought he'd be done already. So the idea is. 
uh, would you be basically the perfect judge ever? And when someone says, I didn't do it, you're like, no, I know you did. Like, you, I can tell when people are lying. Or would you strictly use no, it to your no. own advantages, advantage to lie about everything? Does everybody automatically believe whatever you say? Yeah, uh, you okay. get away or with any I lie. Have to use, like, but being a judge would be bad because the, the jury makes the decision, not you. I'd rather yeah. not. Not all cases are jury well, no, cases. But. I'd rather be able to tell if people are lying. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I don't wow. like Man, to lie. This, is, this might be the first week we disagree. I don't like to lie. It's not my thing. Yeah, but I wouldn't want people to know if everybody's... But it's like, hey, man, good to meet you. And you're like, they're lying. What? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, hey, it's nice to meet you. You fucking hate me already. <laughs> <laughs> you hate my guts. Fuck you. I mean, it, like, I, I see this as... Would you rather detect any lie being like the public good option or get away with anything being like the selfish option? But you got to think about this in a real life scenario. Would you, if you were able to detect any lie, you can't go to the police and be like, hey, um, you know, I just want to help out around here. Yeah. I, I, can, I can tell yeah. with 100% accuracy. I wouldn't want to help lying. the police. I mean, just no one would believe just you. Just to know that people are talk, telling the truth to me or not. I don't give a fuck about anybody else's experiences. Then that explains why you picked the second option. I wouldn't. What would I lie about? Oh yeah, I won the lottery. Talking to the fucking lottery official, I lost my ticket, and he's like, "Okay, well, we'll still give you the money." You could smack an old lady, <laughs> and when the police came, you could say, "I didn't do it," and they're like, "Well, he didn't do it." I could still do that. It doesn't say I can't lie. Well, yeah, but there'd be proof of it. You don't know that. It'd be your word against the old ladies. I'd take the old ladies. I put every a day. ring on my hand and then take it off when they get there. <laughs> like, oh, see, there's no ring impression on her face. <laughs> I I just think like. You know, you're walking down the street and you're like, that's my Lamborghini. And they're like, no, dude, I bought it. It's like, well, that's mine. All right, well, here are the keys. And then you have a Lamborghini. Didn't they make a movie like this where it's like the person in the liar, universe? Liar, liar? Could... No, it's not liar, liar. There was a movie where there was a universe where no one could lie and then some dude just figures it oh, out. The... I feel like... Oh, yeah. The invention of lying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isn't Ricky Gervais in it? Yes, yes. Yeah. I was thinking more like that X-Files episode where that guy could tell you things and like, the cerulean blue. yeah he can make you not see shit yeah that's not there interesting that's pretty so weird. you're going with get away with any lie you could possibly tell no no <laughs> that's not what he picked at all because i won't yeah fuck that i would rather know when people are lying okay because then i could play poker and fucking win money that yeah, way sure i don't know well i don't think you like this choice any game of chance, really, you could probably yeah guess the number. You could go deep. <laughs> but guessing's not like... lying. No, if I was guessing the number they were thinking. Oh, oh, <laughs> well, that's not really lying or not. If you just don't know, be like, aha, you lied to me. <laughs> you were thinking three. <laughs> <laughs> but what if they weren't? Then you'd be like, oh yeah, you weren't. Well, I would know because I know every lie. Pick a number between three and four. Three. Ah, you fucking liar! You picked four. <laughs> yeah, that's how it would go. Yeah, exactly. But uh, let's say someone had a whole bunch of fan fiction of where their superhero could detect any lie heard from anybody, and then they wanted it to start Chump Slap, and it was going to be wildly inappropriate. Where would they send that email to, Sir Chump Slap? Well, you send that to plottytime at gmail.com, and I will personally read, respond, have a correspondence. There you go. 100% guaranteed response rate till right now. That's no bullshit. That is not a lie. I sense that. <laughs> <laughs> and if they wanted to get to us faster on the socials with more swearing and more 
I don't know, Scarface memes. Where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram, Twitter, and Candy Crush Saga. <laughs> yeah, we're all over Candy Crush Saga. Oh, You'll see our logo everywhere. But uh, if you also want to help us out, go on to YouTube, like and subscribe there. You can also go to PlottyTime.com. It takes you to our eBay storefront and go buy a shirt. They're pretty uh, well-crafted from what I hear. I haven't had any. Yeah, yet. very very good quality. I hear the sweatpants are super comfortable, too. <laughs> Dope. Go out there, get them, support us. Uh, that does it for us, so get out there, play some games, don't trust Dr. Scientists, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.